Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here uh, to break down the Charles Schwab tournament uh, that starts on Thursday uh, for PGA. Um, so if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, uh, PGA, and eSports, daily fantasy sports slates. Um, eSports including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and Counter-Strike uh, CSGO. Um, also, just want to say thank you guys for all support. We are now at 3.3 thousand subscribers. Um, again, if you guys enjoy this content, uh, really appreciate if you hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. Um, it does really help me out to continue to grow this channel. Uh, but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into it. So my first ever video here talking about PGA. Um, just want to throw this out there. I'm, I'm not an expert, but what I did is I, um, you know, I have played PGA in the past, played golf in the past, uh, DFS, and um, what I did was I, I made a little spreadsheet with some numbers. We can go over that in a bit. Um, but yeah, what, what we can do, if you guys are new to PGA in the scoring format, what we can do is we can look at um, you know, how it's scored on DraftKings really quick before we get into the player-by-player you know, player breakdown. So this is the scoring here. Um, on the left-hand side, you have you know, like for, for each hole, right? So double eagle, eagle plus 13, eagle plus 8, birdies plus 3, pars plus 5, 0.5, bogey minus 0.5, double bogey minus 1, worse than double bogey minus 1. So right, just looking at these numbers... It's better to have more of a, I don't know, an inconsistent golfer, right? The guy who has a lot of birdies, maybe a lot of bogeys, than it is to just have the guy that shoots all pars, right? So it's better to be a little bit more up and down in that uh, in that aspect of it. You do get a couple streaks bonus here, um, three points for you know streaks of three birdies are better. Bogey three round is plus three. Um, all four rounds in our 70s plus five, hole in ones plus five. And then you have the tournament finish uh, scoring. So how they finish, right? First place, 30 points, second place, 20, so on and so on, down to, to 40, first to 50th is one point. Um, so that's kind of the breakdown there of the scoring. Um, I do have the, uh, the uh, page up here on DraftKings. Again, we have a million dollar maker, one million to first for this PGA Championship. So really excited to break this one down. Um, what I can do now is I can switch over to the spreadsheet I made for you guys. So uh, give me one second. Uh, let me do that. All right, you should see it now. Let's see. Okay, that looks pretty good. All right, so what we have here is we on the left-hand side, obviously, we have the, the players. Uh, we have their DraftKings salary. We have their Vegas odds. Uh, so seven, that means seven to one to win. So Rory right now is the favorite to win. Uh, then it goes, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, we have their average fantasy points per game. Uh, right now they're on DraftKings. Uh, I included that. I included their wins on there. Again, some of this is a little bit different because, you know, obviously some wins are better than others. Um, some are against easier competition. But included that, included their top tens, uh, the cut made percentage, um, and then some course history. Uh, so included the last three years here of the Charles Schwab tournament. So normally PGA, um, you know, DFS, what you look for is recent form one and course history two. Now, we don't really have recent form, right, because we haven't seen these guys play in like three months. So that is a little bit, um, I mean, you can look at, you know, their long term, how they're doing long term. But still, it's it's a little bit different. It's going to be more more variant, in my opinion, Um and again, we do have the course history. So um, what we can do is, again, we can go over some of my favorite plays for this uh, for this tournament. And then um, I can also tweet out this spreadsheet for you guys. I'll probably tweet it out, I don't know, Tuesday or Wednesday, so to help you guys make your lineups as well. 
Um, but yeah, let's just jump into it. So at the top here, we have Rory McIlroy, who has been in amazing form. Um, his price is at 11.8K. Now, he will be popular, I think, because, you know, Rory's just, he was so good before this. Um, I mean, yeah, he, he's, again, he's been playing some really, really good golf. Uh, all the numbers uh, for Rory have, have been great. Uh, the issue is, again, just the price point, 11.8K. Again, he's the favorite to win as well, 7-1 to one odds. Um, do I want to pay 11.8K for, uh, for Rory McIlroy on this slate? I don't know if I do because I feel like that's a lot to sacrifice to get him in there. Um, normally, how I build my PGA lineups, I, I would say most of the time I like more of the balanced approach. So a lot of the guys in the 7 to 8K range, maybe like one or two guys in the 9K range. But that's usually my build, unless I feel pretty confident in like one of the value plays. Um, but the value plays on, you know, at least for this tournament, there's nothing that really stands out as like an amazing play to me. So I kind of uh, just like the balanced approach a little bit better. So for that reason alone, I don't think I'm going to get to Roy. But if you look at, you know, who's below him, right? You have John Rahm, Justin Thomas. John Rahm, you could argue, has been just as good. Um, he has 12 to 1 odds to win. Um, you know, if you look at the course history, just in like the top 10 guys, John Rahm has the best uh, history, right? He finished second in 2017, fifth in 2018. Now, did get cut last year, but everyone else, I mean, again, not everyone plays in this tournament every year, so there's we don't have data for everyone. But just looking at the top guys, he stands out as someone who has done pretty well on, you know, in this tournament. And he's about $1,000 less than Roy McIlroy. So am I going to prefer Rory over John Rahm? Probably not. I think I, I would prefer the savings in John Rahm. Um, and then, okay, so let's talk about some other guys I like here. One guy that really stands out to me is Dustin Johnson. 9.5K, I just think that's, I, th I think that's really, really cheap price point for him. Um, if you played PGA last year, Dustin Johnson was the guy that was always the most expensive or the second most expensive player. Now he's what? Seventh most expensive, eighth most expensive, whatever it is. 9.5K, you're getting a $2,000 discount off of, or over $2,000 discount off of Roy McIlroy, right? So Dustin Johnson right now is one of my favorite plays. Sure, you could argue he hasn't been as good a form, right? His last three tournaments tied for 32nd, tied for 10th, and tied 48. Uh, before that, he did finish 2nd and then tied for 7th. So um, DJ is a guy, when he's playing well, too, he has he has upside to put up an enormous score for you. So I do really like DJ at that price. He's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, plays uh, for this tournament. So really do like him. Again, he's coming in at 25-1 to 1 odds to win. Um, he, again, he has pretty good uh, points per game. Uh, he's made, you know, hundred percent of the cuts, doesn't have any course history, but, um, at that price point, again, I do really like, uh, Dustin Johnson. Another guy I'll talk about is Webb Simpson. He just seems to be Mr. Consistent, at least for PGA. He never seems to miss, miss cuts. He always seems to be up there in, you know, the top 10. Um, you know, he has five top tens here. Uh, he did finish fifth in 2017. So Webb Simpson's a guy at 9.8K. You know, last year he was in like the 8K range. The price has come up on him, but I still have interest in Webb Simpson. It seems, again, to be Mr. Consistent. So those are a couple guys that stand out to me, uh, Dustin Johnson, Webb Simpson. Um, let's go down a little bit here. So Ricky Fowler is always a guy that's popular. Um, I do kind of like playing him too. He's been, you know, a little bit up and down, not great. Uh, 9.4K seems a little bit overpriced, I think, you know, just because his name, because he's a popular golfer, it might be a little bit overowned. But I still have some interest there. Um, Sun J M at 9.3K. This is a guy I think will be 
somewhat popular. Um, he's been in really good form before, uh, you know, obviously the coronavirus, right? He finished first in the Honda Classic and then third in the Arnold Palmer uh, tournament. So um, Sanjay M is a guy that I think will we'll definitely get some ownership here. Um, again, he's coming at 9.3K, 28 to 1 odds to win. Um, yeah, I think he's someone that, that does intrigue me. Again, he's going to be pretty popular, but I do have interest there. Other plays here, if we scroll down a little bit more, I think Tony Finau at 8.7K. I think that, that looks like a pretty good price point for him. Again, when he's playing well, he seems to have pretty big upside. Right? He's a guy that can get you a lot of birdies. Um, he's coming in, again, 8.7K, 35 to 1 odds. That's not bad at all. Um, he does have four top 10s. Uh, finished second here. Uh, or is that? Hold on. Yeah, I did finish um, second here in 2019 and then 29th in 2017. So he's another guy that does have uh, good, you know, recent performance on this course. So uh, he's someone that I think stands out as a pretty good option. Um, we can scroll down a little bit more, right? We have uh, Jordan Speeth. So Jordan Speeth is a guy that is talked about a lot in the DFS community. He's someone that, you know, has just not been good for, it seems like, a long time now. Um, now, sure, he was, a couple years ago, he was one of the best golfers, if not the best golfer, but he has just not been in good form recently. Now, you are getting him at a pretty decent price point, 8K. So, um, if you look at his most recent performances, not great, right? Tied for 58th, tied for 59th, tied for 9th, and then cut. Um, the one good thing about Jordan Spieth is he's a very, very good putter, right? So, um, if he's if he's driving the ball well, if he's hitting those mid range shots well, um, you can expect Jordan Spieth to have a pretty uh, pretty good day. So eight K, I think, is someone that I do have a little bit of interest in. Again, he's someone that it seems like everyone always talks about him for for PGA DFS. But forty to one odds aren't bad. Again, eight K looks decent price point. He's hasn't been great recently, but you know in this course history, right? Eighth in twenty nineteen, thirty second in twenty eighteen, and then second in twenty seventeen. That's always good, right? So um, I think he stands out as a decent play. Again, he'll be um, talked about a lot here. Another option I like here is Kevin Na, 7.6K. Uh, he won this tournament last year, finished fourth before that. Um, another guy that, uh, again, you're getting him at a, a pretty nice discount there, 7.6K. Um, he's been in decent form recently, uh, or again, before the coronavirus, I, I, I should say. So Kevin Knott, at that price point, uh, again, 50 to 1 odds, not bad for, for a guy in the 7K range. So I think he stands out as another good play that I'm very much interested in. Um, Joel Dahman uh, was a guy that actually played in the Outlaw Tour. If you guys played that, um, that was the, you know, I believe it was in Arizona, the tournament that was um, going on when this coronavirus happened. A bunch of, you know, mostly amateur players, but Joel Dahman. Um, did uh, did step up and play that. I think he finished, shot like a 58 one round. So just thought I'd bring that up. He has, uh, again, he looked good in that tournament at least. Um, but I think he's, he's someone that does look decent. Uh, Benny on at 7.4K, he's a guy that always seems to garner ownership. If you play PGA a lot, he just is someone that always seems to be high-owned. Um, the issue with him is just his putting. Terrible putter. Um, but other than that, I mean, he is, he's a really, really good golfer. So if you can just put, get his putting together for one tournament, you could see, uh, some upside in this guy. Again, if you look at his odds, pretty good for the guys priced around him, right? You have 80 to one, 66, a lot of guys in that range, uh, above him. And then you have Benny on a 50 to one. So not bad there, right? Doesn't have any course history. 
Um, again, he's someone that I think will be popular because he just seems to always be popular in these PGA tournaments. But uh, I think he's someone that, that does stand out as a, as a pretty decent play uh, for some value. Uh, if we scroll down a little bit more, uh, Phil Milkson's probably got the old garner ownership just because of the name, but I don't know if I want to go there. Um, Russell Knox has had a couple of nice uh, performances here the last two uh, times. Charles Schwab, 8th and then 20th. Uh, he's at 7.2K. Um, some other guys have looked decent, right? Roy Sabatini, 6th and 20th. Um, you have Emmanuel Grio has looked really good in this tournament, right? 19th, 3rd, and 24th. He's another guy that always seems to be somewhat popular as a value option, but I have interest there. 125 to 1 odds. Not terrible, right? Um, we scroll down a little bit more. Uh, you can, I mean, Corey Connors, decent history, right? 31st and then 8th. Uh, but then you get into the range where, you know, below kind of the 7K range is where you get really risky. And that's why normally my builds are the more balanced approach because there's not a whole lot of great options below this price range, to be honest. Now, sure, are, are there some viable guys? Of course there are, right? Um, I think like a Rafael Cabrera Bello at nine at 6.9K looks okay. Victor or Victor Perez, um, 6.9K. He does kind of have a high um, fancy points per game, but that he hasn't been... It's been against lesser competition, right? So you got to take some of these numbers with a little bit of grain of salt, right? Um, let's see. Other options that I would, you know, maybe consider. Again, a guy like Jimmy Walker, 19th and 20th last couple of years. He's at 6.7K. Um, you have Mackenzie Hughes, 8th and 42nd. Right, so there's really not a whole lot that stands out to me down here, but you can scroll through it if you want. Steve Stricker, 6.2K, but he seems to be uh, definitely past his prime now. Um, but yeah, included up. To, I have everyone in here. So again, guys, I will tweet this out uh, probably either Tuesday or Wednesday to help you guys kind of build your tournaments now, or build your lineups, I should say. Now, let's go back to DraftKings really quick here. Um, So, yeah, there are some other stats I can include. Again, guys, I'm um, not an expert in this, but there are. there's definitely some more stats I can include for, like, future tournaments, right? So there's, you know, stats like driving distance, driving accuracy, greens and regulation percentage, SG total, SGT to green, SG putting, scrambling uh, ranks. So these are all things I can include uh, in my, you know, future spreadsheets. So let me know if that's something you guys are interested in. Uh, it's always good to kind of look over that stuff as well. Um, but yeah, I think that really wraps it up guys. Again, so my kind of strategy for this tournament is I like the more balanced approach, right? So a lot of the guys in the 8k range, a couple, maybe one or two in the 9k range, and I'll probably have to play one or two in the 7k range. But if you get to a guy like Rory, right? 11.8k, just, I feel like you have to sacrifice a lot to get him in there. If you, if you play Rory, you basically need him to get you top three, right? Um, so, yeah, it's uh, again, it's an interesting slate. We had a million dollar tournament, so really, really excited uh, for this. And hopefully, uh, the spreadsheet helped you guys out again. I will tweet that out um, either tomorrow or Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that. My Twitter is in the description below, which is DK underscore underscore DFS. Um, but yeah, thanks again for everyone to come and check the video. Really do appreciate it. Hope you guys are all staying safe, staying healthy. Um, I will have a video up if you guys are interested in CS:GO. I'll have my breakdown for CS:GO up. Uh, later after this last game finishes with um, Heroic and Vitality. 
Uh, but yeah, thanks again, guys. Really do appreciate it. And I will see you all uh, in the next video.